Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Hollis Burkhart. Buddy, I'm excited about today's episode. We're bringing uh, it back. We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. One of our um, most well-received episodes so far. We've had several that have been real, real well-received, but occasionally when talking to friends and, and listeners and stuff, this one, this particular episode seems to always sort of come up. And that is our video game character draft. That's right, baby. We're on to round two. Um, so, Steve and I are going to be drafting ten more characters for our ultimate video game character teams. And you guys will have the opportunity to vote again on who has the strongest team now that we've added ten more characters. I can't wait to yeah, see. Man. This is going to be fun. They, yeah. and, and they say like with the NFL and uh, like other sports that have drafts, like you really get the best value for your team, like in the later rounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, these are going to be the guys that you don't normally think of them as like the stars, although they're probably a star or two in there. We're only in 11 to 20, but there's going to be some, some guys you probably wouldn't normally think of, I think. It's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. Yeah, and let me tell you, let me tell you, I don't know about you, buddy. I think I have some pretty big hitters on my uh, team. I'm pretty excited. I'm interested to see if you uh, steal any from my grasp like Master Chief last time. (laughs) That's right. And uh, you can go first this time. I say we'll just, from now on, we'll We'll just just alternate. alternate. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, Well, buddy, why don't we start off? Why don't you uh, update the listeners on your first 10 characters that you drafted round time last time? Okay, will do. And, uh, you know, just to remind everybody, you did win the vote last time, which I have been trying to get the Supreme Court to reverse that decision because yeah. it was clearly, clearly incorrect. But anyway, Fake news. so my team, <laughs> my team was at number one, Master Chief. Number two, Solid Snake. Number three, Trevor from Grand Theft Auto V. Number four, Sephiroth. Number five, Chris Redfield. Six, Kratos. Seven, Samus Aran. Eight, Ken Masters from Street Fighter. Nine, Laura Croft. And ten is German from Bloodborne. 
buddy, I think that's a strong fucking team. So do I, man. I think that's Happy a strong with- team. <laughs> okay, here's my original 10 characters that I drafted. At number one, my dude slash my lady, depending on how you play the game, <laughs> the one and only Commander Shepard. In my Mass Effect, he's actually known as Commander Jack Shepard. Um, but your results may vary. Uh, then we have the oo-wooest of oo-woos, Tifa Lockhart at number two. Nobody beats Monty Mole, <laughs> Geralt of Rivia, Clementine from Telltale's Walking Dead series, Ellie from The Last of Us, Jen Sakai from Ghost of Tsushima, Sonic the Hedgehog, Cammy, and Estinian from Final Fantasy fourteen. Two Final Fantasy characters on my list. I think that makes sense given the fucking kind of dude I am. Totally agree. Um, I think the secret to your team really was Sonic and Monty Mole. I think those those two guys really kind of push you up an extra level that was unexpected. Well, look, <laughs> I had a like, I, you know what? I like I was like, well, I got a sort of campaign. I came up with the I pulled the jingle out. Nobody beats Monty Mole. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. That's right, man. You've made Monty Mole into a star. You should be um, part of his like PR team. Yeah, you know, officially. But Nintendo should make me head of Monty Mole PR. I'll just go to like E3 and stuff, and well, if there's ever a fucking E3 again, uh, hand out Monty Mole temporary. Oh, dude, I should get a Monty Mole tattoo. Yes, you should. On my throat. You could also, uh, you could also run Monty Mole's social media accounts. Oh, and that would God. be fun, I would imagine. <sighs> Run the official Nintendo Monty Mole Twitter? Yeah, or Instagram. Doug, Bra- Doug Bowser, the head of Nintendo America, pull aside and be like, hey man, you gotta clean it up a little bit. <laughs> like, we are a family <laughs> family company. <laughs> talking Some about Monty Mole, Monty Mole TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> talking about Monty Mole, Monty Mole going on sequil, sequ- going on. I, I was about to try to say a word that I, clearly I don't know how to get out. <laughs> going on, uh, fucking monologues about pre cum and shit on his Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <sighs> good old Monty Mole. Um, so <clears throat> I guess we should get this started, huh, buddy? Let's get it popping. Who's your first pick? My first pick. Pick 11. My first pick. Pick 11 overall. Is someone who I cannot believe wasn't on my first list. Literally, the minute we finished, I was like, it struck me like, are you fucking stupid, Halls? (laughs) And it's a franchise that I've come to love. But I'm slowly working my way through and didn't think to conclude include this motherfucker in my list. He's fashionable. He's pretty dumb, but lovable. He cares about orphans. He can sing karaoke. He can play so- shogi. Uh, he can bowl. He's a master at the batting cages. He's the dragon of Dodgema. Kiru, Kiryu, oh, man, Kiryu Kazuma. There it from is. From the Yakuza series. My boy is on my team. Nani. 
Man, what a great pick. I mean, let's just for a second talk about how good of a character that dude is. Yeah, and he's really one of the best ever. I I feel like, and this could obviously change as I get further in the franchise, but I feel like if you're going to have a member, uh, a cast member of the Yakuza series on your team, there's only two choices, right? And uh, Kiryu's kind of my guy out of the two. Love the other character quite a bit, uh, but Kiryu is kind of my guy. You know, I like the... um, always end up liking the uh, lawful good characters, it seems like, or at least chaotic good. Anybody on the mm-hmm. D&D scale of, of good tends to be sort of the characters that I latch on to. And boy, do I love this goofy bastard. So <laughs> don't, what all I'm saying is, if you see Kiryu Kazuma coming down the alley and you want to start some shit, you better make sure there's not a bicycle anywhere near you because you about to get that upside the head <laughs> oh man uh or you could just random you, if you see him walking down the street you should just run up to him and just ask him to do like the craziest shit you could think of yeah he'll do it yeah buy you a porno mag get you something out of a crane game because let me tell you kiryu master at the crane game master <laughs> at the crane game has a full collection the only man in Japan that has a full collection of crane game prizes. That's such a, a it's such a great um kind of capsule uh of of that game, right? Like this this badass mafia dude who sits there and plays the crane game for like a week straight. Yes. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, like who who when he is doing, you know, his his normal everyday life stuff, he's in, involved in all this fucking melodrama. He basically lives in a crime soap opera, but in his days off, some goofy shit is going down. Some real goofy <laughs> shit is going down. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and pick if that's okay with you. And for your lawful good, or what What, what, what did you call What did you call him? Lawful chaotic good. good? And chaotic good. I don't know. I'm, I'm always terrible at classifying him, but, you know. I, I think... I think I would I would I would definitely say he's chaotic good. Yeah. For the record. Okay. And and the guy that I'm about to pick, I would say chaotic neutral. And he's the yin to the yang oh. of the guy you just picked. Remember the yang to the yin. But really to me the most entertaining character in Yakuza, even though I love Kiryu as well, but I'm taking Goro Majima, number 11, the man with the eye patch. And the ponytail, at least in Zero. One of the best entrances in video games that I can remember. Oh that my scene God. in the uh, cabaret club. <laughs> um, the dude makes whipping ass with a bat look just downright sexy and cool, too. Yep. <laughs> I love that guy, man. Goro Majima. He's such a weird, like, loose cannon wild card in that series. Some, for some reason... The first thing that pops into my head is like, it's kind of like if the Joker from Batman was a good guy. Because at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, Goro is essentially a good guy, you know, like, but he is crazy as shit. Um, (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's a scene. I think it's Kiwami one where um, Kiryu, it's like his first time back out in the streets of Sotenbury after he gets out of jail. 
And of course he runs into Majima. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Majima, for whatever reason, oh, he he's beating up one of Majima decides to beat up one of his own cronies for some reason. Right. And Kiryu stops him. And Majima decides to start beating Kiryu in the head and face with his umbrella that yep. he's got. He's just whacking this dude at full like pretty much full strength in the face. And Kiryu's just sitting there kind of smiling, taking it, yep. <laughs> not doing anything. <laughs> Bro, the so I like I really love Majima and Zero, but the thing that really endured Majima to me, and this is something obviously I think we'll go into more detail whenever we get down get around to doing Kiwami and Kiwami 2 is in Kuwami, Majima, his role is basically just fuck with Kiryu through the whole game, including hiding under a comically large road cone. So, like, you're just walking down the street and you see this giant, like, orange and white striped road cone. and Giant, like, like as big as you are. Yeah, like, <laughs> like human size, six feet tall road cone. And it, it sticks out like a sore thumb, so, of course, you go to check it out and... Majima's under there and you fight him and like the whole game is him just fucking with you like that and it's every time it's funny like there's this time where you go to a strip club and Majima is dressed up like a lady in the strip and like (laughs) Kiryu's like come on dude you know I know it's you right and he's like not breaking character and stuff Mm -hmm. so funny (laughs) Gorami I think is what he calls himself that's right. Oh my God, that's so good. And in um, Kiwami too, he has the um, construction company. Yep. <laughs> which uh, which I have just barely kind of started with, it, but it, it, that's hysterical too. He's got so much personality. Yeah. Uh, you know, just as much as Kiryu, in my opinion. But he's just the opposite. Like where, you said, he's where, the yin Ki- to where the Kiryu yin. is exactly where Kiryu is totally a good guy. Like Majima basically just lets the situation dictate how he acts more than anything but it's usually right hey check buddy can you still hear me yeah your headset come on plugged or something uh yeah somebody called me ah. and i just took voicemail it was fine so um, just making sure we're coming through yeah man uh great character pick i knew i i just knew this was gonna be both our first picks you know what yeah, i mean yeah i mean like we both i think talked about it immediately after recording the last yep. episode or the the draft episode we were both like how did we not pick our guys from yakuza and we were just like ah oh, you know we just one of those things it's just kind of you you don't think about it in the moment you you think yep. you're trying so hard to think of characters and sometimes you just don't think of the really obvious ones that are right in front of your face yep yep so, so but- who you got for your next one pal so I went uwu on my second pick last time. I'm returning to uwu. Uwu. <laughs> and uh, I gotta say, she uh, she made me maidenless no longer. That's Ronnie from Elden Ring. Oh, bro! Great pick. Look at me, Steve, picking a from character. Steve, I'm floored and happy. So happy right now. Uh, Ronnie, one of my favorite quest lines, it's super long and intricate and it crosses over with other quest lines. And like, if you, if you do it the right way, it gives you a pretty special ending, which I got to say, Ronnie's ending pretty fucking awesome too. 
Um, awesome. Great creepy design. Not seen it yet myself. Um, she's got a great creepy design. Like she is a she is like a a cross between a living mannequin or some shit and a witch with a comically oversized hat. Um, she's got four arms. She's got four <laughs> arms, which, you know, hey, good on you. The General <laughs> Kenobi. <laughs> um, that means like if Ronnie gives you a hug, that's a real tight ass hug, bro. That's right. Um, I'd let her run the grill for sure. Oh, hell yeah, bro. The Memorial Day grilling. She's got the whole yep. crew fed simultaneously <laughs> she's got burgers right. she's got dogs she's got bratwurst she's got veggie burgers she's got uh what else do you put chicken breasts chicken wings she's handling it all <laughs> probably slow gr- uh, slow fucking smoking a brisket on the side too <laughs> yummy so, now i'm hungry yeah bro i'm always hungry nowadays so um yep yeah. Picking a from character, I, I not that I never expected it to happen. I figured as I continue my journey from from games, somebody would stick out. But um, I don't know, man. Beating Elden Ring and getting Ronnie's ending, and uh, she's so weird. I don't know what the fuck is up with her backstory. Come on, Vati video, give me a fucking Ronnie only video, bruh. Come on, man. Yeah, we just. We just know she's Renala's daughter. Yep. She's Karian royalty. So the, the only the only one that's kind of not insane, I think. Well, Radon, I guess, was okay. We'll talk about that later. Everybody's Great a pick, little though. a little <laughs> insane in from games. You know what I mean? You never meet somebody in a from go from game and go, This motherfucker right here has been doing therapy. They are a well adjusted person. <laughs> <laughs> Their games are known for like talking to the NPCs, and when they're done talking to you, they just laugh hysterically, mm-hmm. which you know and, and signifies their craziness, which is exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's my pick, my number two pick, buddy. I put a from get a character on there. Figured you might be pretty proud of that. I am very proud of you, and I'm going to follow yours up with a from pick from Ooh. the same game. Do you want to take a guess? Is it Radon? It is not Radon. It's it, a it's another it's a lady. Millennia. <laughs> I am Millennia, Blade of Mikola. Buddy. I am Millennia, Blade of Mikola. <laughs> Bro, you got Stockholm syndrome or something. Are you okay? Do like do yeah, I need to pause? I it, do I need to pause the recording is... and fucking talk with you, buddy? <laughs> like she beat you a hundred plus times, you said. It is it is a tiny little bit of Stockholm syndrome. And while the fight was something that I hated in the moment, the character design, I just can't deny it. Like uh the detachable arm, yeah. the the move, the waterfowl dance, god how I hate it so much, but it is is like one of the coolest things I've seen. <laughs> it's like a Sekiro move in a From game. Um, I also love her second phase again, as much as I hated fighting against it. It was just incredible to look at. Beautiful. Like, like weird to say yeah. that about, a, you know, the phase of a really hard boss fight, but it is legitimately beautiful. That second phase. Right. And the way that she um, transforms into the rot flower, 
is very fascinating to me as well. There's a, there's a cut scene where it shows how she, she ruined Kaled, uh while fighting Radon. And the way that she does it is, do you remember in Evangelion uh, where there was one of the angels and when it was about, it might've been the first one that Shinji fought when it was about to die. It like grabbed onto him and kind of like, transformed into like a circle and blew up yes yes that's that's exactly what she did to radon she he's like got her beat and then she grabs him and gets right up near his head and transforms into this giant rot flower and, and blooms and explodes and and curses so fucking, curses caleb so with scarlet badass. scarlet rot right exactly. she is the source yep. of mm-hmm. scarlet rot buddy i think we need to talk after this man after all the <laughs> scarlet rot we got in that game and how hard she was you're like i'm gonna make her my number two i get it i'm just i joking. just i know it's just i can't deny like the fascination i have with the character you know it's just they always do characters pretty well but i feel like she's on a different level uh, um well in terms of the lore in a lot of ways she was sort of I, this might be going a little overboard but for the longest time she was kind of the and still is sort of the face of the franchise like remember that first trailer she features very heavily in it and a lot of the key art for the game features her as well and uh, there's a reason for that because it's an incredible design like she's a real tall badass lady in armor that uses a katana i get it <laughs> i get yeah. it yeah i mean i have the um the super collector's edition of Elden Ring too, oh, and it and came it, with a really nice statue oh, of her as well. I forgot about that. I forgot about that. You know what? Won't won't uh, you know how? What is that dumbass movie Gone with the Wind, where she's like, "I swear <laughs> to God, I'll never go hungry again." You remember that shit? I swear <laughs> to God, I ain't missing a from collector's edition again. I That's swear. right. Yeah. Because those went up gotcha. for for pre order before I had gotten into demon souls and really maybe i can't remember either way now i'm full in i'm not missing one i am not missing one because you know i love collectible shit my dude yeah even though you have put a you've you've given some back to the community recently probably for the best i uh i have been fucking sailing the fucking dirty seas of facebook marketplace unloading <laughs> star wars black series and star wars funko pops and you asked me like were you a little sad to see it go and my legitimate honest answer was no no <laughs> it's okay don't i'd rather it's focus gotta, on I, other stuff it's gotta kind of feel good though like to make a sale make make some money and just kind of clear that out of there because well, I know at least the Funko Pops took up a lot of space. Yeah, and well, this is the thing that uh, is definitely true is because because of how obsessive I was with collecting Star Wars Black Series and uh, Star Wars Funko Pops. I wasn't trying to get all of them on either category at a certain point, but there were definitely certain ones. And I got to give myself credit. I have an eye for both of those because i turned quite the profit on selling those figures and funko pops like it wasn't like i lost money granted i was sitting on them for fucking eight years or something however long i was in 
to collect on those things. It's, you know, but I turned to profit. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Nice. Very well done, my friend. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for my next pick? Bring it. All right, Steve. So there's a couple of things that you and maybe some of the listeners know about me. There's, there's certain things that I like quite a bit. One of those is space shit, right? If it's in <laughs> space, I'm immediately like, ooh, Star Wars, Mass Effect, maybe even a little Star Trek. I think the Expanse is pretty cool. I haven't watched or read it all, but I think it's pretty neat. So on and so forth. Another thing that I really like are animals. Now, what happens when you cross animals and space shit? You get one of the most colorful, fucking cool casts in the Nintendo catalog. And how can you have a team of best video game characters without my main man himself, Fox McCloud from Star Fox. It's a beautiful pick, my friend. Fox McCloud, my dude. He is a fox. Foxes are fucking cool. He flies a fighter plane that was, or like a, a fighter starship that was clearly at least a little inspired by the X-Wing, and he fucking rules. He's got like, a wingman that's a rabbit and a wingman that's a frog. <laughs> Fucking sign me up, dude. Sign me up. And Nintendo, do your boy a favor. Do your boy a favor. Release a new Star Fox game. A good one. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Please. Uh, please. I really, I really liked like that pick, man. Star Fox is, uh, is a great game. The whole cast really is is good yeah. I, I'm, I'm a you know as a younger dude i definitely liked animals uh being used as characters in mm -hmm. games i'm a i'm an animal person too you know and i know some people probably think it's cheesy but i liked it and i i really thought that um fox himself was a good character great design like do you remember so we got star fox star fox 2 was almost done and never released Star Fox 64, and then on the GameCube, we got, like, Star Fox Adventures or something that was, like, this third-person, almost sort of Zelda-like game where you play as Fox, and he's on, like, this... I think he's stranded on this dinosaur planet and shit. It's... I haven't played it since back in the day, so I don't want to go too um, crazy on my um, uh, estimation of this game, but underrated game i i remember really liking that game where you um play as fox uh and then since then it seems like uh star fox hasn't had the best uh path like i think the last game that came out was on the wii u i never played it but from what i hear not very good at all so come on nintendo do right by star fox please please do right yeah it's time <clears throat> it's time for another one right i mean yeah good lord it's it's just got to be been too long it sure has all right buddy who's next up on your list okay let's see so hmm, i'm going to go with 
character from a, a game series of games okay that you and i both enjoy greatly uh oh um these were huge games in xbox making uh kind of their own name for themselves in oh, the market boy. i know what's coming specifically for the xbox 360 and later for the xbox one the game series i'm talking about is gears of war mm-hmm. character i pick might surprise a few people though i know who it is because it, <laughs> you know who it is but uh-huh. i'm not picking dom i'm not picking marcus phoenix i'm picking the coal train <laughs> oh buddy i gotta say that actually kind of surprised me i thought you were gonna pick baird because baird is who you always played in um horde mode i like baird i like baird baird's a great character but the coltrane really had the best kind of lines and he he was most entertaining to me he... i always used baird because because uh somebody always picked coltrane in uh ah. horde mode so i just went with baird because nobody seemed to want to use him Coltrane is fucking awesome, dude. He is absolutely a standout, like, especially in that first game and stuff. Like, he talks the best shit. He used to be a football player, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he's a sports star, which which goes a long way with me. And uh, also, his voice actor is really good as well. Mm -hmm. I love the excitement that he puts in the performance. It's really good. Um, The character design's great. There's just a lot to love there. Yeah, it's. I needed um, to have ears represented. It's there's something to be said about being in the chaos of a horde mode, and there's fucking uh, lancer chainsaws going off, and Mm -hmm. people are uh, popping headshots with all regular the pistol. You know what I mean? And just hearing all that chaos broken by like a real funny Coltrane soundbite. There's something to that. There is something to that 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 like adds to that game uh, in a big way. Great. Yeah, he's 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 a fun character. I, you know, I, I never was big on Marcus or Dom, really. I mean, they're fine. Yeah. But just kind of, you know, kind of boring characters. But like, Coltrane had had some personality. I like a long way with me. I obviously have some affection for Marcus and Dom. Of course I do. They're the faces of, you know, at least the original trilogy of Gears of War 3 games. I've spent a lot of time playing as Marcus and Dom. But to me, Coltrane's a, a better pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's more fun. He's he's going to have more fun on the team. Now, I do think Coltrane is an excellent pick. However, I have to be 100% honest with you, buddy, and say that he's not as quite as great as my next pick which weird how this worked (laughs) out comes from the same franchise gears of war nice i know who you're picking (laughs) and i think this character is underrated i think he's the heart and soul of the (laughs) i can't even get it out i can't even get it out without crying i think he's the heart and soul of the franchise his d- design is awesome. That's Carmine. Yeah, that's right. I picked fucking Carmine, the guy that dies in every, almost every Gears of War game. Carmine is my <laughs> next pick. I like Carmine too. He's hilarious. Yeah, I just love the fact that he always dies early, usually. And he well, usually, sometimes it gets... his brother, his brother gets killed too. He has a brother who. Oh, it's always maybe the brother doesn't get killed. I can't remember. So it's always <laughs> a new Carmine, like so. 
the Carmine in one gets killed pretty quick. The Carmine in two lasts a little longer, and that's not the same one. That's his brother. He dies, and then in three, it's yet another Carmine. I'm saying pick any one, you know, just right. Carmine in general. Um, and remember what they did for Gears of War 3 is they had this thing called um, hashtag Carmine must die or hashtag save Carmine. And you could go onto the like Xbox 360 avatar store and buy a shirt for your character that either said save Carmine or Carmine must die. And whichever one sold better was going to be what happened to Carmine and um, uh, Gears of War 3. <clears throat> and buddy, I was all about save Carmine, right? You know who wasn't the worst roommate in the world in the history of mankind who lived with me at the same time? They was like, nah, man, fuck that, man. Carmine must die. I'm going to buy the other shirt, man. But because his ass was bad at handling money and was always broke, he didn't have the two bucks to buy it. And I was like, I ain't. Good luck, bruh. When are you going to scrape that together? You're going to go to payday loan? And Carmine lived. Carmine lived in Gears of War 3. So That's right. Got him. He won the day. <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> I love his design too. He always, you know, his we never saw his face. Right. But I always kind of like characters who have um masks on and stuff. Bro, me too. Like it goes back to like Boba Fett. It goes back to Master Chief, at least in the games. Um and stuff like that. Like there's a long history of me of me liking kick-ass characters that wear helmets or masks and kick-ass armor right and you get yep. that in mm -hmm. carmine and he kind of just looks cooler and cooler as the games go on like in three i don't remember know if you remember in three the version of carmine is like this real buff guy who why we it, who knows but he wears <laughs> sleeveless armor because he's got his guns out and they're all tatted up because like you know gears of war god love it i've had a lot of fun with it but it is at least it was for the longest time one of the most like dude bro franchises. Hundred oh, yeah. percent, yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, Carmine's my pick for uh, my character. Your turn, buddy. Okay, uh, it, it, it's in this. I won't say the same vein, but we talk about guys who cover up their face mm -hmm. and maybe wear pretty cool armor and. Uh, this one, I'm going into outer space. Uh-oh. We're going into the horror genre here. Oh, I know where you're going. Yep, I'm going to pick Isaac Clark, engineer from Dead Space. Um, I kind of recently played through the first two. I, You know, they're backwards compatible. Mm -hmm. This was maybe a couple of years ago. And man, they both, the first two, hold up very well, yeah, in my do. opinion. The second one especially, but the first one too, and I'm glad they're rebooting it and everything. You know, I'll play it when it comes out, and I'm really looking forward to the creator's other game, or n not anything to do with the remake, but they're making another game called The Callisto Protocol that is supposed to come out this year, which I'm definitely going to check out. Yeah. But man, Dead Space was cool. Uh, you had that, that weapon that you could like change the orientation on it to shoot vertically or horizontally and you could like chop off the limbs and yeah, stuff that was, like that. That was the whole point, right? Was like mm -hmm. of defeating the enemy was to like chop off their different limbs with that plasma welder or whatever. Plasma, plasma cutter. That's plasma it. cutter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. 
Um, and there's some other cool weapons too. His armor looks real sick. Like you want to talk about a game that I felt like when it came out, I was like, Oh, this gets me. It is like <laughs> the evolution of resident evil in a way, mm-hmm. you know, survival horror, but it's set in space. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. resident evil meets event horizon or some shit. Boy. Totally. Totally see that. Yeah. It, that, the story's told incredibly well. There's lots of really scary, horrifying shit you have to deal with in both games. And I mean, I if if you're into horror games I, and you haven't played those, I dare you to do them at night with the lights out, and you'll have a good time. Those I, games are really awesome. Isaac Isaac <laughs> as a character, he barely does. He doesn't even really talk much, does mm-hmm. he? I don't remember him off the top of my head even talking. But no, um, he's definitely the strong, silent type. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's brave and he fights through lots of zero gravity situations and manages to confront his own demons What's... like a real man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like a real, real man, not some <laughs> fucking snake in the grass. Um, <laughs> mate. Um, so what I like about Isaac is he's not a dude, bro, right? He's not even, he's not even like Chris. Who's like a member of like an elite, police squad or military squad he's a mechanic he's like maintenance for this uh, space station you know what i mean and then a a lot of his weapons are tools that he would use Mm -hmm. like the plasma cutter and stuff i think that's a real cool way to go about it um me too um i liked how you could upgrade the armor and you would step into kind of that little Yes. Pod chamber thing, and then yep. you would step out looking fucking awesome. You know, yeah. Like and, your and like the way different. the the lights and stuff on the back worked as your uh your UI or your HUD. Oh, like genius. Really genius, really cool. Really cool. I don't know that it was the first time uh that, that was ever done like that in a game. It was the one of the first times I remember seeing it and being like, What a good idea. Yeah, that was one of those that was just kind of like that makes so much sense. I don't think I had seen that before. Yeah, I've seen either. maybe like, you know, weapons had gotten better. I feel like where mm-hmm. you, you would see like ammo loadouts on your gun or whatever. Right. But yeah, <laughs> I like that pick, man. I, uh, it's, it's some of these picks are really just homages to the games. Cause Isaac as a whole, like I said, he doesn't say anything super memorable, but the journey he goes on is very memorable. So yeah. Happy to have him there. Um, Plus he could fix, he could fix shit too. You know, yeah. if like the coal train breaks something or tre- more likely Trevor breaks something, they can just get Isaac. To come Isaac is it. like having my brother-in-law goose on your team. <laughs> He's going to fix it. Nice. Something's going to get mm-hmm. fixed and he might blow some <laughs> limbs off um, of other, you know, of like enemies. <laughs> um, okay. So my next pick, you you broke my heart last time, Steve, right? <laughs> you fucking broke my heart and you took Master Chief away from me. And like, I can't allow my team to not have Halo represented in some way. Like, I just can't let that go by. So okay. I thought to myself, who do, wanna, who do I want to do? Do I want to do Emil from Reach? Pretty yeah. memorable character design. Yeah, pretty memorable character design. Do I want to do the Arbiter? Like, Arbiter's... Eh. Yeah, I mean, but still. 
Not bad. Not a bad pick. You couldn't add the Arbiter from Halo to your list and be and people say, that's a bad pick, right? Right. But no, I, I really thought about it, and I thought, who can I take that's not Master Chief that would still be vital to the franchise of Halo, would be a great representative of the franchise, and who would be valuable on a team. So I picked Cortana. Yeah, you can't uh, clap digital cheeks, but that doesn't mean she's not a good member of the team. <laughs> yeah, man, she's uh, that's a great pick. Yeah, she's yeah. got that. Uh, she's she's real smart. She's AI, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and, and you know, through a lot of situations for at least three games written pretty well. <laughs> written yeah. pretty well. Um, I was literally about to say we're not talking about the three four three Cortana. I mean, you know, you would probably. She's not bad. Yeah. In the in the newest game, she's pretty good, actually. To be fair, weapon, like, I like weapon. Weapon's pretty Mm -hmm. kick ass. Um, (laughs) but yeah, Cortana. Uh, look, Windows named their you know Siri virtual Siri esque virtual assistant on all their devices Cortana, right? Like, Mm -hmm. because Cortana rules. Um, I love that she's like, she's just always got Master Chief's back. You know what I'm, and like Master Chief's like, I'm going to do this crazy shit. And she's like, well, all right, <laughs> I'll try to <laughs> figure it out for us. Great. Yeah. She'll start, exactly. Yeah. She, I love how, how she always kind of rolled with, I mean, she would advise you to, right. And sometimes Chief would take the advice, but when he didn't, she would just be like, fuck. Okay. All right, here we go. This Let's what do we're this. Do. You know, great design. You know what I mean. And then, like the ending of Halo Three, when Chief is floating in that wreckage with no way home, and he goes to uh, shut himself down, and she's like, "I'll, I'll just hang out with you until something happens." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's good. That's a good moment. That's a good moment." Cortana rules. Yeah, she's a great character, man. Yeah, a great character. So many memorable characters from that franchise. But, oh, uh, absolutely. Chief and Chief and Cortana stand head and shoulders above the rest to yeah, me. Absolutely. <clears throat> okay, who's your next one, buddy? Okay, my next pick. So my last pick was an engineer, mm-hmm. mechanic type of guy. I'm gonna go with a similar, I won't say blue collar profession, but a noble profession nonetheless. A profession that's more for bookish types or intellectuals really but this particular bookish type intellectual managed to stop an alien invasion and also fight off an elite police force at the same time also save the world again further on down the line gordon freeman from half-life is gonna be the pick for me Oh, that's real good. Gordon Freeman is a real good pick. Holy the iconic, the iconic scientist with the glasses. Dude has glasses. Uh, his his what main weapon that he's known for? A fucking crowbar. Yeah. Fucking open crates and shit. But this dude literally stopped an alien invasion single handedly, and then stopped the government 
cops trying to come in and take the aliens for themselves. Yep. Pretty wild. And and Half-Life 2, shit, it even gets crazier. Talk about uh, a silent protagonist, right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, Gordon... Yeah, he never talked. Gordon Freeman definitely comes from the uh, vein of games where you are Gordon Freeman, right? Like, in... Uh, we'll use Dead Space as an example. Dead Space, you are playing Isaac Clark, right? Isn't that his last name? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, in so. Gears of War, you're playing any number of those characters. Halo, you're playing Master Chief, right? You are Gordon Freeman. Like, it is one of those g- roles that's meant to just sort of be you, right? Like, Mm -hmm. he's obviously there's a story and stuff like that and there's not like decision making in half-life but uh what a character he's just a dude man once again just a dude he's a scientist who gets wrapped up in this crazy shit his power suit is cool the half-life power suit is pretty fucking cool Um, yes it is great pick great fucking pick yeah, man, big Half Life fan. I'm gonna. Happy ha- to, I'm we're gonna, real happy to have Gordon Freeman on the team. <laughs> real happy. I'm gonna have to tell you, buddy. Like, uh, I don't know how, but he never even crossed my mind as a potential hmm. pick. Damn. Well, that's surprising, but like I said, crazy things happen in these draft situations. Um, Who's your number sixteen, pal? My next pick is. He's a little guy, okay? But he's tenacious. He's tenacious. He, with the help of a trainer, worked his way up the boxing ranks to face Iron Mike Tyson himself and maybe came away the victor. It's Lil Mac from fucking Mm. Punch-Out. That's my guy. Shit, that's a good pick, man. Damn, that's a good pick. Lil Mac from... That one stings a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, man. Little Mac. Uh, you know, Steve and I both talked about how Mike Tyson's Punch-Out or just regular Punch-Out, whatever, uh, was our favorite game from the NES. Um, Little Mac. he Like, he's just a dude. You know what he boxes in? A tank top in yeah, green shorts. He wears a black tank top into the ring. <laughs> That's a great point. I never thought about that. So, like, he actually I, wears a shirt. I kind of like to think that, like, you know, maybe um, Little Mac is a little bit, a little bit like me. Maybe he's got a bit of a dad bod. Doesn't want to take his shirt off in the boxing ring. If I was a boxer, I'd be taking my shirt off. I wear a shirt in the pool. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a tough a tough character though. When you think about all the gigantic dudes he beats that are like 15 times exactly exactly it's it's a true david and goliath situation every time he steps into the ring even glass (laughs) joe towers over him right like (laughs) like and just like with star fox nintendo the fuck are you doing bro we got punch out we got super punch out then we didn't get another punch out game. There's so no punch out on the 64, no punch out on the GameCube. We didn't get another punch out game until the Nintendo Wii, which I never played because I didn't have a Wii. 
in nothing since. He's he's in Smash Brothers, which is fucking cool. Um, <laughs> but you you mean to tell me Nintendo you can't come up with a, another kick ass punch out game, bruh? You absolutely yeah. could. They could, man. If they just rebooted the original Punch Out, and yeah. I, I would, I would go buy a system for that. Fuck yeah, man. So would I, well, you know. Hopefully, it'd be on the Switch, so I just have to buy the game. But who knows? There you go. <laughs> who the fuck knows? Little Mac is my dude. He's on my team. Fist of cuffs. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, so for my 16th pick, I'm also going to go with a little man. Uh-oh. Um, he is typically thrown into like a gauntlet of some of the most difficult platforming that you've ever seen. Um, the bosses that he has to fight and deal with can be really easy if taken on in the proper order. But if not, they can be pretty freaking difficult. He can steal the abilities of the bosses he beats. The dude's name is Mega Man. Oh. That's who I'm going with. Oh, that's good. Mega Man is a good pick. Meg- Mega, like Man. Mega Man. He, he was like a, a real early on, like when I got a Nintendo, my father where he worked on the base, mm-hmm. one of his buddies was really into video games and when he found out that my, you know, I was, he would loan my father the Nintendo games he wasn't playing. And I remember that's how I played Mega Man for the first time. Mm. And my dad said to me, he said, here, look, if you, he said, if you can beat this, then you're really good. Did you? And beat so it? I beat it. Yeah, I did. Oh, it was really yeah. difficult. Yeah. And I think I had to, I had to look in a Nintendo power or something to see the order in which to, to deal with the bosses. Yep. Um, but with that said, the boss fights can be made, you know, a little easier by going in the in the proper order and getting the powers and all that. But the right. platforming is fucking tough. It is so tough. That game is very difficult to get through the platforming. In. Yeah, bro. They, so you know, they've put out the Mega Man collections sort of recently, and I was like, you know me, buddy. I get fucking. Uh, uh, delusions of grandeur in my head where mm-hmm. I'm going to play through every Mega Man game and then every <laughs> Mega Man X game. So I bought all the collections. No. <laughs> no. She got disabused of that one in a hurry. Yeah. yeah. I, I said no. No. Sir. No. I also like that Mega Man has made some appearances and other shit. Like, you know, he was in Marvel vs. Capcom. Yep. yep. As well. So... He's got some fighting game pedigree. Like, he's not afraid to throw down on the streets, you know, with Mm-mm. throw hands. He's got a cool you know. robot dog. Dog sidekick, that's yep. right. Yep. Great pick. Great Lots pick. Lots of like Mega Man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My next pick. Uh, so, you know, I've established I like space shit. So I think my team is going to be doing some shit in space. I mean, you got Commander Shepard, Cortana and uh fox mcleod on the team but if this whole team is supposed to be on like one ship you gotta have a good plot pilot and to me there's no better pilot in the galaxy that's not related to star wars than my man joker from the mass effect series voiced by the one and only seth green 
Nice, man. A second Mass Effect character. I love it. Two Mass Effect characters on the team should be of no surprise. No surprise. No surprise to anybody else. Um, Yeah, man. Joker, he's funny. He's got like like a really interesting backstory where he has this genetic disease. He's basically kind of like Mr. Glass from Unbreakable where he's got this genetic disease where his bones um, break really easily. Um, so he just decided to become a pilot. And uh, in in his eventual love interest, also pretty interesting as the story goes on. Um, Seth Green does an excellent job in the role. You know, I'm going to overlook this whole Seth Green's NFT ape got stolen thing that's been going on this week (laughs) and just say like, that was pretty funny. I like him in Buffy and I like him in mass effect. So right on an idle hand. Robot robot chicken was great. Yeah. So that's my next pick Joker. Cool, man. I love it. I love the ment, uh, not the mentality, but the, uh, the thought of putting a pilot in there Mm because of all your space shit. That's smart. It's good team building. I like it. Okay, um, the next, my guy that I'm picking is not really a great team builder. Um, kind of, kind of a little moody, I think. But uh, at the same time, like I can't deny the coolness of the character and the effect that he had on me growing up. And that's Kane from Final Fantasy IV. Ooh. I wanted to have a dragoon, the dragoon on my team. You know, you picked Estinian last mm-hmm. time, and when you, I think you said dragoon, I thought you were going to go with Kane, but Estinian's a great one too. But Kane to me um, was a more interesting character than Cecil, and I loved Cecil. Yes. I'm not. There's no shade on Cecil. I, I have a thing for this kind of. I, I pick Sephiroth instead of Cloud. Right. And while Kane isn't quite that evil or whatever, you know, he's no. he's not the bad guy. He does have kind of a, a trip to the dark side before he does come back to the team ultimately. But man, I loved his armor. And I loved his jump attack. And I loved his spear weapon. (laughs) I just thought he was so cool. Kane kind of set the precedent for Dragoons going forward in Final Fantasy, right? Like He was the proto-Dragoon, yeah. There's no Kimari without Kane. There's no... You can even sort of say, like, Sid from Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. VII. He's essentially the Dragoon of that team. You know, there's no uh, Ariana Highwind from Final Fantasy 15, who's a real kick-ass character. There's definitely no Estinian without Kane. What Estinian to me is is the closest to Kane. I think that's that yeah. was that's like him fully realized. And I wouldn't even be surprised if that was their inspiration for for that character because um, he takes a walk on the dark side as well. And and just the whole thing of like, you start off the game and you know. Cecil and Kane are fucking homies and then Kane sort of backstabs his buddy and shit like it's really cool it's really cool but then he comes back around and so on and so and it forth it turns out he was being he was being manipulated and exactly he was he was kind of in love with Rosa I think as well and there was some jealousy issues just a pretty interesting character for um a Super Nintendo game you know absolutely he actually had his motivations were were definitely more interesting than any other game character that i'd played up to that point you know Mm -hmm. most of the time it's good guy kill bad guy right this this added some more nuance to it sometimes they'll be like oh you're playing a jrpg go kill god (laughs) (laughs) so exactly my next pick also a final fantasy character how the look at that steve 
Nice. This will be my third overall Final Fantasy character on my team. I might need to chill the fuck out a little bit. This character yeah, comes. <laughs> this character comes from uh, what might be like my second or third favorite Final Fantasy game, single player. Um, if not, this game is at least in my top five. Um, I think this character is in a lot of ways more the face of this entry than the main character and that's Yuna from Final Fantasy X. Okay. She is um, so just I know you haven't played Final Fantasy X Steve so just to give you sort of an overview Final Fantasy X takes place in this world where there's this like all encompassing evil fucking kaiju creature called Sin that just comes in and destroys towns and civilizations and Yuna has been recently chosen to be the newest summoner and a summoner's job is to um, bond with aeons which are summons and fight sin but it's sort of well known that as, as your, uh, your path of being a summoner leads to you dying right mm-hmm so she's this real cool character who is like given this real fucked up responsibility, but she takes that shit in stride and she's really compassionate. She's a really, really interesting, good character. And uh, the voice acting, I think, because, you know, this was the first Final Fantasy that was fully voice acted. Um, some of it is hit or miss. The voice actress that does Yuna does a pretty solid job as well. So that's why she's my pick. Was there no other? Was there no voice acting prior? Nope. Ten is the first Final Fantasy game that had any voice acting in it. Okay, that's interesting. Good little bit of trivia there. I did not know that. Next on and your I, list, I did play. I did play a little bit of Ten, but not a lot. Right. What was the What was the main character's name in that? Titus. Okay. Titus. Gotcha. The so you, in Ten, your your core group of party members are Titus, Waka. Yuna, Lulu. Lulu came close to being my next pick. Um, Riku, Kimari, and Aaron. Um, that's your crew. Nice. I like it. Okay. So my next pick, I'm basically going to guarantee superiority, combat Uh-oh. superiority for my team. Uh-oh. Um, I'm taking the Doom Marine. Doom guy. Uh, Doom, the Doom Marine. It, well, I'll take the one from the... Um, the reboots okay. uh if if i have to pick that dude is really badass um he will rip you from asshole to mouth <laughs> he really will without He'll hesitation rip you apart with his bare hands very quickly yeah i kind of wish i had that we kind of wish um that i could do that yeah yeah man i kind of wish i could do um but yeah so like him and master chief together i kind of feel like if I send those two out on a mission, what's stopping that? Nothing. Really. So, bro, you give Master Chief any gun and give the Doom guy a fucking shotgun, OV, fella. Mm-hmm. OV. It's pretty over. over. Yeah. I mean, if you've played any of the Doom reboot, you've seen how fast the dude can move. Yes. And plus, plus, whenever he is fighting, you get the sick Doom soundtrack in the background, too, mm-hmm. which is going to become mm-hmm. the, probably the official soundtrack of my team. So there's double bonus of getting that as well. So my next pick, buddy, when I was a kid 
I was obsessed with martial arts thanks to a little movie called Blood uh, Blood Sport. Almost said Bloodborne. Bloodsport. Bloodborne, yeah. <laughs> and that led me on my martial arts journey. So then it went from martial arts to being specifically into ninja movies. Boy, was I obsessed with ninja movies. At the same time, I was obsessed with the X-Men, the uncanny X-Men. My favorite X-Man character, Iceman. So what comes along <laughs> one day when I go to the movie theater to see a movie with my dad and we're waiting in line to buy tickets and I turn around and look behind me into Diamond Gems and see a game <laughs> I've never heard of before called Mortal Kombat and it's got two ninjas and one of them has ice powers. My next pick is fucking Sub-Zero <laughs> from Mortal Kombat. Excellent delivery on that, man. Um, yeah, I loved that. I love Sub-Zero. I mean, he's arguably like the main character of most of the game. I feel like his his runs through the most. Um Scorpion, I feel like most people know, but I feel like the story of Sub-Zero has been focused on more by the games. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Like, in, in yeah. just like Carmine, you know, the Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat 1 is not the Sub-Zero from, like, 2 and 3 and stuff because Scorpion, like, in the quote-unquote canon, kills that version of Sub-Zero because the version of Sub-Zero that's in 1 is is technically a villain. He killed right. uh, Sub Zero's entire Scorpion. clan and family. Or yeah, he killed Scorpion. Scorpion. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, so in Mortal Kombat Two, the Sub Zero you're playing is the brother of that Sub Zero, and this one is a good guy. I think people were like, they were like, damn, people like Sub Zero and Scorpion kind of a whole lot. We should make sure <laughs> we keep this. The sub and then uh, by the way, the the Sub Zero who dies in one then becomes Noob Cybot. Mm -hmm. So that's right. He's got a weird, complicated history for a Final Fantasy character or a, yeah, a fighting game and, character. And he ripped off Jax's arms. I think. I think so too. Noob Cybot. Yep. I because I used him a good bit in that reboot. But uh, I loved I loved Sub Zero's design. I loved just like you know the stark color palettes mm -hmm. they had for them, and even the secret shit. You remember Reptile being like the secret yep. character? Yep, the green. And ninja. he was the green one. Yeah, mm -hmm. man. Oh, that was so cool to me, and seeing Reptile come out uh, show up in in two as well. But yeah, I really love this pick. I was wondering when you were going to make it actually, because I figured he was coming at some point. I really like it. He's, he's got one of my all-time favorite fatalities, and it's just that first one from the first game where he just rips your head off with the and spinal spine cord comes dangling. Out. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Simple, rustic. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> All right, what's your next pick, buddy? <laughs> okay, so two picks left. I'm bringing another From character here for All this right. one. Um, and it's going to be one of the few main characters in a From game that I feel would be apt for this kind of thing. And it's Sekiro because he actually has a personality. Mm -hmm. He speaks, he talks. Mm -hmm. He's literally the baddest ass Shinobi. I think I've ever controlled in a video game. <laughs> uh, like 
the prosthetic. I, I've played it so much that I've gotten really good at it and like loved the prosthetic gameplay. Yep. Um, the ease of movement throughout the game, which rubbed off a bit in Elden Ring. Um, the the gameplay itself is amazing. The boss fights are incredible, but Wolf himself is just really fucking badass character. And once again, what an incredible design. Yeah, man. Instantly yeah, iconic. Great, great design. Mm-hmm. Yep. Once I saw the cover of the game before I even played it, I was like, oh, yep, they nailed it again. Yep. All right. <laughs> so I got one last pick, and we're going fucking old school, my dude. Right? All right. You need someone. Like, we've kind of talked about it. Not every pick has to be some crazy, powerful, efficient killing machine, right? Sometimes you need a man um, to do, uh, you know, the smaller jobs. Maybe plunge a toilet. Maybe sweep. <laughs> but you know what? He's also saved the galaxy a few times. Not even on purpose. He kind of fell into it. Roger Wilco from Space Quest is my final choice. That, man, that is a... I told you. That is a deep cut right there, man. I told you. I love it. Roger Wilco from the Space Quest franchise. It's a Sierra, you know, uh, eventually, I mean, it became point-and-click adventure games, but Sierra Adventure Games made by guys that called themselves the two guys from Andromeda, and they uh, are, you know, supposed to be funny. Like, and there's a lot of, like, parody and spoof of other sci-fi stuff. So they'll take jabs at Star Wars, Star Trek, Alien, Lost in Space, anything, you know. Um, loved those games. The first PC game I ever played uh, with my dad was Space Quest Two, So I had to add him to the list. Roger Wilco. A dark horse. A dark horse, to be sure. But to a be sure, one. yep. I love it, man. Uh, I feel like me, you, and King Tom probably uh, marked out, or he and I marked out when you made that pick more than yeah. anybody else. I know he's a fan of those games, too. Yep. And uh, Space Quest was huge for me. Uh, yeah. You know, King's Quest was also out at the time, and yeah. I loved that, too. But I remember really getting into Space Quest. My father liked it because it, it had – King's Quest was serious. I mean, there was humor in it, but – right. Space Quest was more, way more humorous, right? Like that one was, it it, it was silly in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's, that was really appealing to my father for some reason. So it it made him sit down and and play it with me. And thank God, because I would not have been able to figure out some of that stuff on my own. Me neither. At that age. Those puzzles are tough. (laughs) Man, I love that pick. That's so cool. Okay. Let's wrap this up. My last one. Um, uh, I'm picking this guy because uh, in case I ever need to talk shit to anybody, this guy is going to be the guy to do it. I'm picking Handsome Jack. Oh, he's going to be he's going to be the mouthpiece Borderlands. of the team. Yep, for a little Borderlands love. Uh, I mean, dude had some of the greatest dialogue that I I remember a villain having. Like and, uh, he, they introduced him. Consistently entertained. He, they introduced him. <laughs> in Borderlands 2, right, as the villain. Yeah. He's the villain of Bo- yeah. Borderlands 2. And Handsome Jack and Borderlands 2, to me, is what made Borderlands. Like, the first 100%. one... 
The first one was fun and I enjoyed it and there were funny moments, but I can't tell you who the villain was in the first one. I'll never forget <laughs> Handsome Jack. Yeah, no, he's he's just from the minute you start the game until you the end when you kill him or whatever, he's just consistently funny and entertaining. Yep. Uh, I, I just remember that one time where he's sitting there eating pretzels while he's talking to you, and at the end he's like, "Ah, these pretzels suck." <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude rules, man. I I wanted to have one wise ass at least on the team. So well, you got happy one. to have him and a good one. So let's let's run it back. Tell yep. me your your top 10 or your your next your 11 through 20 okay my 11 through 20 are kiryu kazuma from yakuza fox mcleod cortana little mac ronnie carmine joker from mass effect yuna sub-zero and roger wilco cool and yours awesome all right so starting at 11 goro majima millennia blade of mikola the coal train isaac clark dead space Gordon Freeman, Mega Man, Kane from Final Fantasy IV, the Doom Marine, Sekiro, and Handsome Jack. Jeez, buddy, I think you got it now. I mm. and I'm not just saying that. I legitimately. I don't think, know, man. Okay, so uh, guys, you know what to do on Twitter. Under the post for this episode, there's going to be a poll. Vote on who now has the better team of video game characters. 20 characters at this point um, and we will announce it whenever the poll is over and we record that episode right so um, another thing you guys should do is if you have any questions or voicemails you want to send into the podcast highpotionpod at gmail.com follow Steve at Stone Cobra follow me at Blue Harvest Pod follow this podcast at High Potion Pod. please leave us a 5 star review on iTunes we're trying to give away gift cards over here. Hook it up. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys. Ah!